Thank you for downloading the Racist Recap. If you want to join in on the conversation live, we record these Sundays, 7 p.m. Eastern at RacistRecap.com. If you're listening afterwards, feel free to chime in on the YouTube video itself or on social using the hashtag RacistRecap. And we'll find you. Enjoy the show. Here it is, my guest for today. We will introduce her in just a second. But before we do, we got to introduce Joey Cavino or he gets upset. He says, I want to be introduced before all guests. Joey Cavino, how are you, my friend? Fantastic. It's been a long week. We're back, though. It's interesting. Um, interesting episode this week. Can't really can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of interesting things going on uh, during this episode because there wasn't. Uh, well, well, we'll get into it. But anyway, a special guest this week. We are honored to have another races recap. I, I mean, another recapper who does more than just the amazing race. So if you're into any reality shows, then you need to speak to Miss Sarah Atwood from Nerdtainment. How are you, Sarah? I'm lovely. Thank you so much for having me. It's my first time over here. I miss Dave. We miss David. I'm sorry. Yes. We missed him this this time, but uh, he has he has more of a life than anyone. He the man is busy. <laughs> yeah, he he is a, a, he has fun, and I I love your your you two have incredible chemistry, which is why whatever you do works because the two of you are just genuine, real people, and we love you. If you guys have not bookmarked it, go there right now. Link is in the description below nerdtainment uh give her a follow she is on top of being a great recapper she's just a great person and i really appreciate yeah. her thanks justin well, thank you sarah thank is you. A huge kid, Sarah. justin was the very first Trailer. racer to ever Trailer. give us any like attention or time of the day so you get major gratitude i didn't know that i appreciate yeah. i appreciate what you do people don't understand how almost thankless this job is and you you guys do it so you guys do it all year round like i just do it for a, you know a couple of weeks out of the year so we really appreciate there we go see i've been stalling so my other crew can join us <laughs> but we also give a quick little you know a little breakdown for you guys there is no sound wait <coughs> is that is maria just bugging yeah she's she's bugging oh lewis and michelle in the house if you did not uh follow lewis and michelle Hi, go guys. Go follow a croqueta chat. Uh, they do exit interviews as well, and uh, they uh, did a live one this morning, which was pretty fun. Um, croqueta in the house. Give them a follow. Jen is obviously logging in. James Earl, I have not heard from him. I hope everything is well with him, so we'll see how everything is going. Uh, all right. Uh, so, um, Sarah, why don't you tell us a little bit about Nerdtainment? What is Nerdtainment? What is it? Oh, my gosh. Nerdtainment. Uh I, with my friend David Marker, uh, we talk about the competition reality shows that we want to talk about. Our favorites being Amazing Race and Survivor. I, I sadly have given up on Big Brother. Um, oh my God. I can't believe yeah. you recapped. Just dealing with those fans alone the is fans the headache. The fans are awful. <laughs> and the schedule has got to be awful. are not healthy for anybody. 24 7 is too much i would have lost it if i had tried to do that with this fall of amazing race and survivor i would have lost my mind so it worked out oh to yeah let that go i would have loved to cover i would love to cover big, big brother but i would it's a full-time job it's, it's a full-time it, job it's at least three days a week just to do the live shows but you have yeah. to do like a fourth one just to like cover feeds so what happened really for the have week to do something every day because stuff is changing all constantly because they're just trapped in a house being paranoid so um it's interesting gaming to talk about but it's it's not good yeah for my i would love to talk about it but but one the fans suck but because the fans suck they they're also great because they 100 percent will watch your stuff but they'll just they're, downvote it it's the best numbers honestly <laughs> yeah the they bring number. in they bring in the best numbers if i wanted to yeah. make money if this is what i was doing make money 100 yeah. percent, it would be big brother i wouldn't even talk about amazing race this is this, <laughs> this, this, you know I, I say it like you know i make probably a hundred dollars two hundred dollars a year from the the amazing race I, I mean the fans have been great with their super chats and all that but listen i but tell they you they are the nicest they're the friendliest they are the amazing race fans are yes. definitely the best okay so of all the shows that you cover besides a, yeah. a big brother uh-huh who else are, are like pretty bad fans or the, the passionate no, you, i guess extremely passionate that, that's what's wrong about the big brother they're extremely passionate about certain things they're uh they get really riled up 
the Big Brother fans. But I don't think anything comes close to that. I think they're in a league of their own. Like Amazing Race is definitely the nicest fans. Survivor fans are pretty good. They'll get they'll get a little spicy, but it's usually fair play. Uh, unless someone quits the show and then people are going to ruin their business. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, uh, uh, everyone else seems fine. Like we did claim to fame and like, we'll do a drag race or a bachelor every once in a while. Everyone else is sort of like middle of the road. Yeah. I get that. I love the passion. I love passionate fans, which is pretty, which is great, but mm-hmm. it, it's just when, when you start an account, and your account is only a Big Brother troll account, and I don't know any other fan base that does that. There's like, you have a a regular account, you have your Big Brother account, then you have your Big Brother troll account, where you just go and troll people. All right, enough about that stuff. Enough stalling, (laughs) let's get into the goods. Joey, you got a new doggy? Yeah. Yeah, What kind of of doggy did you get? Baby. Here he is. Oh my goodness! Oh, oh, he's a good boy. Is he like an <laughs> old, uh, old like police dog? Uh, believe it or not, he is a tired stud dog, much oh. like his dad. <laughs> I think Kendra uh, uh, snipped those nuts for you, and you are no longer uh, in breeding form. I'm sorry, I'm sorry what? Snipped, <laughs> snipped. <laughs> <laughs> She does have a nice booty. Uh, All right, let's get into it. Uh, (laughs) The Amazing Race Season 35, Episode 2. Everybody's in. We are ready to rock. Uh, Jen and James will just be late. If you guys are in chat and you have not clicked that like button, you know, that's kind of effed up. I mean, if you're not following, like, really? At this point? What else do I got to do? Got to bleed on this thing? All right, so chat. Uh, we start this leg off my right. My paperwork is not right. Justin, I am here just to let you know, just off camera for uh, a moment. Oh, okay. So I won't, I won't stall anymore then. Sorry. No worries. I was kind of, I saw you pop in. I was like, oh, let me just, you know, stall and give us some time to jump in here. All right, Sarah, who's your favorite team this season so far? Oh, do you have one? I can't. No, I can't. I can't claim favorites. Not I yet. Okay, least favorite. No. You got a least no favorite? Favorite. Uh, we have no, no villains. There are no villains. Yeah. Like the last four or five seasons, no villains. I think. Well, I think some will emerge. It's early. Yeah, the there only ones some- who got potential villain esque are like Joe and Ian. Uh, John and Greg. I mean, Greg and John think like villains, no. but they seem They're way way too sweet, sweet yeah. to oh, be villains. Yeah. It's so much hugging and like camaraderie. It's like you need a villain. You need a villain. I thought, um, what's his name was going to be it, but he like the guy with the orange shirt. I forget his name. I don't, Sarah. I don't. I won't get names right until like leg eight. So. Oh, I. Oh, Todd and Ashley. Todd Todd and Ashley are the orange team. Yeah, I thought Todd was going to be the villain and then start Boston Ashley's balls. But not. But like this week, I was like, it's all wash. He's a really nice guy now. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah, I think our only hope is Joe and Ian eventually, but yeah, yeah, we'll see how that one plays out. All right, the first uh, this this starts off pretty interesting. All right, so they depart, and there are five teams that have a, basically a fifty-two minute lead on the rest of the pack, and uh, the difference between first and last is two hours and forty-three minutes. So Elizabeth and Eliana are already two hours and forty-three minutes behind first place team. They're 23 minutes behind the next team to even leave. So they're starting this race 23 minutes after every single team. That's on so many legs, that's almost impossible to catch up unless there's like a long travel in between. It's so hard to make up 23 minutes, but they actually do a really good job. They finished this leg faster than other teams, but they just couldn't make up that 23 minutes. And a lot of it had to do with a cab that you didn't even see, which is terrible. All right, so Jocelyn and Victor celebrating their 20th anniversary with no kids. I'm sure they enjoy that uh, on the best vacation in the history of the world. So I'm going to run down all these facts. You guys stop me whenever anything catches your attention. Uh, Greg and John, uh, they got to, they got jumped in a cab, and they told the cab driver, open Google Maps. Love, love, love the mindset is just immediately open it. I want to see it. 
first thing they said when they got in the cab. And if, if the cab driver doesn't have Google Maps, get up, get out. How do you guys feel about uh, <laughs> cab drivers? Uh, any kind of rules that you have in your heads about cab drivers? I have totally an ageist one that okay. the young, the younger, the better in terms of cab drivers, which is maybe an unfair stereotype, but tend to be a little better with technology and a little more willing to engage with the antics of, of the race. Makes in sense. Makes sense. Joey. I think Jen's right, but the one who was really happy and giving the thumbs up and everything took the the boys the wrong way. That is true. It gets so, a little too you, excited. You know more than anybody about. <laughs> but um, yeah, like but when this this whole this whole episode brought back horrible remem uh, remembrances of Dar es Salaam for me. So we were in that cab. We were like, we need to go to the stone the stone stone town or something and the guy was like yeah i know where it is and i said hey your head's on fire and he was yeah 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 and i said let's get out let's get out so he didn't he was just yesing us to death heads on fire <laughs> you, you would say that what about you uh what about you sarah if you were potentially I mean, going on the race you've watched yeah. it what would you what would you have rules like the, of things that you would follow going on this season I mean, I think it's so hard uh, because everything is so, so fast. Like you would want to be able to connect and be like, oh, I, I can tell that this person understands me and has opened a map of some sort on your phone or whatever. And I feel comfortable about where we're going. But like if you're racing, I assume you just don't have the time for that. You just kind of hope for the it's, best. It's not the time, Sarah. It's the mentality of we have to leave right this second. Mm -hmm. yeah. No one, not most teams just don't say, wait a minute, hold on. 10 seconds right now isn't going to make that big of a difference. The first thing we did when we got into cabs was, how much gas do you have in this? Mm -hmm. Because one of the last legs, one of the guys, they had to go get gas. So we're like, we don't want to do that. Yeah, gas is the first thing that you check when you get in the cab. Well, actually, before you get in the cab, the first thing you check is the tires. Uh, you just look at them. Some of these places, some of these, some of these places have tires that look like they've already popped, and for some yeah. reason they're still going. Uh, you know those are going to happen. So you just take a quick, quick look at that, and you make sure they're not running on hubcaps. Uh, and then you jump in the cab, check the gas. First thing you do. And then you move on. The Asian countries are the hardest to communicate because there's no any words that sound familiar. Nothing sounds familiar. Uh, so the Asian countries are always the toughest, especially for uh, cab drivers. And this leg was the biggest uh, problems that they've had so far uh, as far as cabs. And we'll see a couple of people really get into trouble. Uh, so uh, he, uh, Greg and John is one of them. They jump in the cab. They do the right thing. Jump, pop open Google Maps. And there's two places with the similar names, one letter difference. One letter difference in the two names of the places. So they got it wrong and they went to that place. But the bad part is that place is 17 miles away from where they needed to be. So two teams went to that same place, uh, Liam and Jeremy, and then uh, Greg and John both went to that same port, which was 17 miles away. They both lost at least a half hour, not including traffic, from a cab driver. Is there any way you could stop that? There isn't. What you have to pay attention to is the tasks. Like, pay attention to where other people are going, what the tasks are. If there's something that's you're staying in one place or you know it's a physical task, that's the one you go to. Like, Justin, you say, yeah. uh, judgment task. Just stay away from judgment tasks. Yeah. That's if you want to make up time, do the laborious ones. Steve Allen uh, wanted to let everybody know that you guys are doing a great job. And he threw down 1999 to the pot. Nice. Thank you very much, Steve Maybe. Allen. You are uh, very much appreciated. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Uh. <laughs> I feel like uh, you want to say all of the information to your cab driver. And I wasn't sure that the ones that went to the wrong place, because it was Watsawana Ram in blah, blah, blah. Right. But there was like a town or a neighborhood that clarified what it was. And the, and the teams that just threw out Watsawana, uh, their, their cab driver just chose which one to go to. I didn't pick up on that. That's awesome. I did. I have to see if there was like a two. If they're actually two different towns, it makes sense. Fifteen to uh, seventeen miles away to be in two different towns mm -hmm. or cities, uh, it would also make in sense. Greece, yeah. In Greece, there were two Arahovas. So when we stopped at a gas station, Tara said, "Can you pull out your computer?" And there's the Arahova that had the thing, and then there was an Arahova that was like eighty-four miles 
the opposite way. And we fought because the guy said, I don't think there's anything there. It's like an old town or something. It was like an old village. And she was like, no, we got to go there. And like, we battled in the It's like, amazing when he loves old villages, you idiot, go! Yeah, what he was saying. I'm like, no, it's got to be this one. It's a resort. Oh, baby. Hey, Jen. We love wood accoutrements. And we love that. That wood backdrop looks insane as well. Jeez. House. That's beautiful. You're like in a loft. I am in a loft. That looks yes. beautiful. Look at you guys with this wood. Yeah, look yeah. at that. Right? Look at that. Yeah. Speaking of wood, every time I see Ray Fletcher's name, uh, no, <laughs> Ray, thank you so much. <laughs> Twenty Scott Oles thrown down to the pot. You are amazing, my friend. Continuously supporting the show. You are uh, go way above and beyond. Thank you so much for your continued generosity. It really means a lot. Thank you very much. So, Jen and her beautiful new one. Oh, a new one. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh. oh my goodness. I love babies. So I love precious. babies. I wish I won the Amazing Race. I'd have another one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't afford a third right now, but I want I, I, want, I do want one. Two of these, no matter how much money you have. Uh. Uh, Ray is the MVP. All right, so cab drivers are, have given, given us a tough time. Morgan and Lena have the express pass, and they must use it by leg four. How do we feel about that? You get the express pass, you go bust your ass, you get the express pass in one leg, and then you really have three legs to use it. So why? It's a little early. It's a little short. I'm guessing there's going to be another one. Which is probably why they want him to cash it in, and that leg is probably going to have another one. Or maybe they want to get rid of it before the U-turn, so they can't use the express pass to overcome the U-turn. I don't know. I'm just uh, just curious. I'd never, I don't remember them ever doing something that short of like four legs that you can only use it. Actually, three legs. Because yeah, I think on season with seven, you had to use it by. I don't. I don't mind it because it kind of gets it out of the way. Besides, everybody knows who has it. So that kind of takes away from it. Okay. Uh, I mean, I don't. Knowing people have it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not gonna like you turn a team because they have an express. Pass. You don't. You don't. You don't think that matters? That you're, you're worried that anyone else could have the express pass, and you don't know who it is. And if they get knocked out, did they give it off to somebody else? I don't know. Like, I run. I ran the race totally different than you. Like, my mindset was that that everybody has to beat. Well, us. you knew no one had an express pass because you fucked up. No, there was two express passes. What are you talking about? My season had two. Oh, that's right. That's right. I didn't pay that much attention. I had no idea who had the second express pass. But I was, I was like, I was like, first day in the luggage, someone was getting it. Nobody knew, and it was, it was horrifying. Uh, like yeah, like the way the way we ran the race is that nobody could beat us. So if you have an express pass, cool, you you're gonna gain twenty minutes, but we're still gonna beat you. That's how our mindset Until was. Until the finale, huh? Until the finale. Oh no! And 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 James Earl used the express pass and beat us in that leg that he used the express pass by. Like, he three... still had the same mindset in the finale. Yeah, I mean they beat yeah, us. Like... It was three minutes. They beat us by three yeah, minutes, even though they used the express second pass. Second place all around. Yeah, yeah. Second place. Yeah. <laughs> second place. The worst second place prize on all the shows, by the way. <laughs> Easily. <laughs> You know who's not the worst second place finisher? Uh, Cindy Wigglesworth. She uh, is third place right now, uh, and third place is still oh, up nice. there. No, thank you, Cindy Wigglesworth. Appreciate the ten scottles. I don't want to make anybody feel embarrassed. Ray, Ray said I talked too much about his, so I'm not gonna. I'm gonna move on. All right, uh, Todd Nashley, super confident and relaxed because they know they have seven teams behind them. Uh, when you have this many teams in the race, I think it, it's easier to feel more comfortable. Because you're like, I feel comfortable though. If you got twelve teams, it's like I just have to beat one of these twelve. There's no way there's twelve teams on Earth better than me. You have to feel that way going in, right? I don't know. Yeah, it makes me a little nervous with them. But granted, that's because I have them in my top three, and they're a little dopier than I. Uh, maybe thought from the 30 seconds that I got <laughs> to see them before these two episodes. So, I don't know. Somebody creeping behind your window look like this. Uh, Sarah. It's, you yeah, got, like, tr it's a tree. Trees going by. Okay. look like some dude like creeping in. It's like, yeah. it's like call 911. All right. I have a haunted window. Joe and Ian using a compass? 
Do you think a compass helps at all anymore on The Amazing Race? Sarah, what are your must-brings? Is there anything that you, from watching, you feel like every team should bring blank? Uh, I mean, I love a compass if it makes you feel comfortable, sure. Uh, I... No, I've I've never gone on it, so I've never had oh, to actually I know think that. about packing. <laughs> uh, I say I, I save that for you guys. I just uh, say get it down to one backpack. One backpack is definitely key, and there's only one team with that this season. The team that's won both legs, the team that's watched the races recap to help prepare themselves and understand that knowledge will get you way further. Then muscles in the amazing race. Right, Joey? Oh, yeah, sure. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Some of the female teams have way too big of bags. I don't know if you talked about that last week um, in my absence, but Some terrible. Some female teams have a huge, huge black bag. The, the I two. I grab it and run with it. Mm -hmm. I think it was Ian and Joe. Hey, were they the ones who were talking about Southeast in the original episode? Uh, you got to tell me I'm traveling Southeast. They were in the car. Instead of saying it to Yeah, that was Joe and Ian. Okay, so they were also the ones he was holding. <laughs> Floyd Pierce just said he still has his express pass. <laughs> <laughs> Is he texting you? Because that's not in chat, right? <laughs> no, he just, he just texted me. He's listening in at work. <laughs> My man. Um, no, he was also the one in this past episode who was in the car. It's like, we're traveling southeast. I think I, I, the only thing I can think of, he's using that for is he has a map and he's making sure they go in the right direction, which is brilliant. But if he's saying it just to say it, they didn't really Dude, elaborate anymore. When you're on, when you're in a city streets, you don't need that. When you're on a road that's going 40, 50 miles, then you want to make sure you head in the right direction. But if you're, you're trying to yeah, get on a highway, right. but they were in the, they were in the car for 30 minutes, weren't they? But it, it was like they were in a city, like a, getting on a, a road to, to go somewhere. Um, it doesn't matter. Right. But my uh, point is if you have, if you have a map and you know, you're, you need to go north for 30 minutes and you're in a car and you whip out your thing and you're going south for yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. I don't That's think, I don't think, uh, I brought one, don't get me wrong. And they they weigh nothing. So it doesn't, doesn't hurt you to bring them. I don't think it's necessary yeah. anymore, but it could help you. Um, the two military brothers, they, they have the biggest backpacks by far, but from what everybody's saying, they're still the fastest team, even with the biggest backpacks. Um, so Elizabeth and, Il and uh, Ilana think they did well last leg, which is why they lost this leg. Um, Elizabeth and Ilana tell yourself that you know that's just trying to mentally pump yourself up. Yeah, I mean you finished two hours and forty-five minutes behind the first place team. You didn't do well. Um, uh, they're also the only team to race with their backpacks on this leg, and they lost. Everybody else left them in their cabs. The only one team ran the race with their backpacks, and that's the only team that lost. You think Pay attention. It was the backpacks that made them lose? I 100% know it didn't help. <laughs> I mean, I think it might have been. I think it might have been, been a, a lack of uh, competitiveness there. I mean, they weren't that. I don't know. They didn't lose by that much. It didn't seem. I don't. I think we'll know that at the start of next leg. You, um, you know who never loses? Floyd Pierce. That dude is always happy. Love him. Thank you for joining us in chat. He uh, from Team Fun. Holding it down. Appreciate you. All right. So let's get to the first root info. Teams must make their way to watch some of them to find the next clue. Oh, man. Uh, to find them. Did I say the first clue? Okay, so uh, they've traveled 22 miles or 41 minutes. Uh, and uh, they get to this roadblock. Who has a green thumb? When I first saw it, I was like, this is going to be pretty simple. Pretty straightforward. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no way people are going to take more than two hours on this. <sighs> All right, a team member is... They have to grab 20 lotus flowers, some leaves from the pond, and make two bundles of 10 in a 3-4-3 three, three, uh, setup wrapped in uh, leaves and secured with bamboo ties. Am I missing something here? Why are teams... Was that judge, like, super, super hard? 
on them. Like I don't... sometimes the leaf could be big, sometimes it could be small. Like I wasn't able to track what she was actually judging there. I understand that, but when I'm looking at the picture of the the ones that you need to the examples, every single one of the examples had a, uh, there was at least three of them sitting there. Had three, four, three. 100% clear. That wasn't like eh, iffy. It also had a two, uh, one, two, two leaves at least around the outside. And they were all even along the top. That's all you had to do and then secure it. It did not seem hard at all to me. I think that it was harder to find the, um, the leaves that could actually that were actually large enough to fold into the formation in the way that you need it. So I think there was more more of the challenge in actually finding what you needed for the bouquets than simply the forming of the bouquets. But I actually I, agree. I, I was surprised at how how many people got hung up for how long on this. Mm -hmm. uh, it is fairly straightforward. I thought it was because they just didn't know what was wrong because they had to make they had to have a four part checklist and maybe they just didn't tell them it was like nope that's it they didn't tell you they didn't but, give you those four things they didn't show you those things but every time you got it right. wrong they told you what was wrong they would say not enough bundles okay. like to big steve who's sitting there with one bundle handing it and wondering why he's not getting well, big steve also had six ties when there was only two it's attention to detail yeah but uh, he's just I like i love this leg that's i would have absolutely i didn't hate this this task at all i enjoyed it I loved it. I would have loved it a thousand times more if it was like leg eight or nine when they're exhausted. Yeah. I, I think it would have been insane. They would have been Here, like here's the proof. Here's the proof to me that it was the contestants and not the judge is that Greg of Greg and John who sat there and watched, right? He watched all the other teams. He got his stuff right. He went up there first time. Oh, I'm sorry. They were blooming. Took the blooming ones out, put the two back in, handed it back in, and was done. Yeah. And it, he's listening to the feedback that the other teams are getting, right? Yeah. So, like, clearly the other teams are getting feedback that is informative. <laughs> it just, so, yeah. it blew, yeah. it, my mind was going, just blowing up. I'm like, why is this so difficult? There's three parts to it. I loved it, though. I loved that it was so difficult. I loved that people lost their shoes in the mud. Yes. Yeah, like, what are you going to do now? Because I, I brought a pair of backup flip-flops, but I didn't bring, like, running like shoes. shoes. Running yeah. shoes. Some people do, yeah. and I'm why are you wasting your weight? <laughs> yeah. Going out into that area, especially if you're a later team, like, you had to go far out into that really, like, sticky mud, looking for those flowers that are consistent in appearance. That was another thing. Like, sometimes you could have, like, a big one and a small one, and they were not going to pass you. Yeah. And, like, getting all of those out there, I thought was a part, the most challenging part. Putting it together shouldn't have been that hard. That's why I was questioning the judge, yeah. Yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, uh, and it's funny, because people think that it's actually the judge, that that old lady who's sitting there, like, she has nothing to do with it except that she looks like a judge. It's the producer standing next to it, as you could see when she's like this, like, is it right? Uh, so any judge tasks, it's never like a tough judge. It's a producer telling him yes or no, unless the judge... It's a tough producer. Yeah, unless, no, unless the judge can clearly see something's wrong and he'll just say no right off the bat uh -huh. and then look at the producer, uh, it'll be too late. Uh, but the producers okay. never, like, fake it. And they, they never, like, help a team unless it's a keep on racing leg and they're the last team and they just went like, okay, mm -hmm. isn't, you know, right. like, like Denise and James Earl in France. There was no way that Denise could ever do that French rap if she sat there for <laughs> 17 hours. She, her, her mouth just doesn't move that way. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Elizabeth took 10 attempts. Greg, two attempts, crushed this task. Crushed this task. They lost, like, time and then got made it back up they passed two different teams jocelyn 12 attempts but still got out of there first ian five attempts garrett six yeremy five don't know lena's uh rob is five but then all the big ones robin 16 steve 12 ashley 12 melania 11 that's why it's like you know four or five or six that makes sense but if you're getting 10 or 12 you're just not paying attention you're just you're not paying attention to the task uh, there's no excuse for that. Did you say Robin? Is that the one you missed? 
Uh, Lena was the one I missed. Robin got 16 attempts. 16, yeah. Yeah, she was the most uh, 16 attempts. Ah, Arnold De Leon, my man. Thank you so much. <laughs> Dropping a 20 bomb, and he is rooting for, uh, what is that? Victor <laughs> Jocelyn, yes. Uh, I mean, how could you not at this point? They're actually, they're, they're a lovable team. There's nothing, you can't hate them for any reason. They're prepared, they're, they race well, they're, they're doing things. They're just doing it. Did, yeah, you, right. catch, did you catch the snockiness Robin when she came back? She was like, I'm so sorry. She's like, no, no, don't apologize. Did your best. I was like, oh, shit. Well, you she think there was snarkiness? Like, oh. I yeah. Like, no, no, don't apologize. Did your best. I thought it was just like, don't let we got the task is over. Let's think about something else. Move on. That was my in my head. I, th I think she was I think she was like pissed and she was trying her best to cover it up. <laughs> All right. So let's get to I'll throw down my notes. You stop me if you hear anything. Uh, uh, say also we hear Todd. OK, see, with the 90 minute episodes, uh, this was like a cool uh, time for them to show like what the partners do while you're waiting for an hour or two hours mm -hmm. or whatever. Uh, and they're sitting there feeding the fish and they're having fun. And you get to see like the, the little things like Todd. It's like, I'll offer to eat this whole thing if you'll give me the express pass. Stupid things like that can get the express pass given to you. So I'm glad they're able to film it and they're showing it. And, and they show you like what teams are th talking about behind the scenes. I love that as a fan. You get to see a little bit of that. Sarah, did that resonate with you at all as a fan or didn't really notice uh no i thought it was cute I, this is what i love about 90 minute episode like give me more character development more you know uh, social gaming let me actually see the dynamics so instead you, of so you would rather more social and more of the regular than them add like another extra root info or something for the half hour oh for sure although i needed an extra root uh, info for this episode like honestly we had lotus flowers for an like an hour i believe yeah that it that was the biggest like problem with the edit was this lotus flowers they wanted yeah. to show that this was the hardest thing and i get that but they spent way too much time on lotus flowers it wasn't a great task visually to watch besides people struggling in the water and you can only do that for so long yeah the other thing that the the 90 minutes gives you i feel like especially for the early episodes we often um there's teams that like get no airtime and yeah. these middle yeah. of the pack teams that you're like, who, who are they? How did they do? Are they good? Are they entertaining? And yeah. I feel like we're going to see everyone a lot more balanced. And that's a hundred percent. We wouldn't, we have, we would have no idea who Todd and Ashley, Steve and Anna, Joe and Ian or Liam and Jeremy are at this point, mm -hmm. if they were doing 60 minute episodes, because yep. uh, if you, if you were paying attention, the teams finished in the exact same positions that they left, except one team switched. Seventh and ninth just switched places. Every other team finished in the exact same order that they started in. So oh, was wild. this so was this a linear leg? It's I mean a task that took some teams two attempts and some teams sixteen attempts. You would think they'd be passing people, but yes, well, especially with people doing. Greg went on their thirty-minute detour to the wrong location. He had to get it yeah. into in order to keep his position. Yeah. Going to and from, they lost 30 minutes, but at the task, they made it up. So they put them right back in the same place that they were. So there was a little bit of going back and forth, but they ended up, the cream just keeps rising to the top. Are these the best teams that are finishing in the top? Is this what we should be expecting all season? I don't know. Uh, we got Jocelyn and Ashley crying on the way back from this task. It's one of those, like, just feeling relief or feeling like the amazement of a country. Uh, I can relate. Who, Ashley? I think Ashley was upset with herself, wasn't she? Ash yeah, I, think it's, I think it's also like the relief. It's done, and now you can yeah. let go, whereas don't cry during the task when you're struggling and it hurts. Right. Now that you finish, it's like... This was their first time having to perform something like totally solo mm -hmm. and i feel like the weight of that you know for the first time in the race like once you get through it um whether or not you're hard on yourself if you struggled it's just like yeah it's a, it's a sigh of relief and and tears release emotions Justin. yes they do <laughs> so uh greg thinks that uh, getting there later was an advantage and if you watched him he, he took it to an advantage but some of the other teams were saying getting there later was a disadvantage because they had to go further out and get uh, more leaves and more lotus flowers. Joey, getting there early an advantage or getting there late an advantage? I really don't pay too much attention to what other people do during tasks, so I would want 
to get there quickly, get all my stuff, and then figure it out by myself. Really, so, so I wouldn't want to. Do you don't? Do you I, think the the question was? Do you think the advantage of being able to watch teams get stuff wrong is a bigger advantage than the disadvantage of having to go further to get your stuff? If you know what they're doing wrong, yes. If you don't, no. It just causes more stress on you. And a perfect example, again, I'm going to use Dar es Salaam because it was a horror show. Those tables that we had to build, there was no um, example. You just had to build it. And I wasn't going to watch someone else who was building a rocket yeah. ship. You know, so I just wouldn't do it. I just kind of looked at my own puzzle and tried to figure it out. All right, so Greg uh, also went in for the fist bump. I don't know if you guys saw that. He was like, oh, and she was like, nah, 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 nah. And then he, <laughs> his face, uh, but he didn't care because he got right at, right after that, uh, she passed him. And he's like, I'm not even going to ask you for a fist bump. <laughs> Ashley getting flustered after she sees the second group catch up to her. Being at a task for a long time and then having teams leave and then another group coming. If you've never run the race... That is the biggest oh, Every Whatever's up here just falls to your stomach, and you feel like you're the one that's going to lose it for your team. Diana and I both had that moment on the race when we had a roadblock and we struggled. We both had that same emotion. It, I, I feel for her, and I could totally understand why she was crying on the way back. Because um, it... It definitely brings up emotions. All right, so Steve keeps handling. Uh, Steve keeps handing her one bundle. All right, Joel. Here, let's get to the fanny pack because that's what we're talking about here. I got the inside scoop uh, about the fanny pack, and it's still. Let me. Well, let me know. Let me see how you guys think. If this still is an excuse for him to leave the fanny pack behind, so Joel. The answer is no. Took a fanny pack off because he went to the bathroom. And as he was going to the bathroom, you know that mic pack around your waist that you, is, is strapped with Velcro kept falling off. So he took off his shirt, he took off everything, and he was like, re-put that back on. And then, you know, put the shirt back on. And then sat and wait, waited. And then did not put his, back, his fanny pack back on. The worst part, of, the worst part about that is the <laughs> night before... That's, that's not even worth excuse. That's a horrible excuse. Joel, uh, Joel and Garrett, the night before, came up with an agreement that if you ever take off the fanny pack, as soon as you take it off your waist, you clip it to your pack. It never goes anywhere else. And I think that's a great idea. If you ever take it off for any reason, clip it right to your pack. Because you're not going to forget your pack, right? But even with that backup, forgot the fanny pack. They lost over 45 minutes going back to try to get that fanny pack. Oh, wow. Wait, so First it wasn't all, the one it, who did the roadblock? No, it was the one waiting. That's worse. That's 100 that's, times worse. That's because worse. all you did was drop your laundry to take a dump? Yeah. yeah. If he took that off, you need to go to the bathroom. First of all, there's two words. There is two words he should remember. Uda Pipping, first of all. Secondly, if you're going to an outhouse or wherever you're going, put it around your neck. If you really, wh why can't you just hike it up? Like, what does a girl do when she goes to a club? She has a dress on. She doesn't rip the whole thing off. That was insane. He's not even in it. And he's, he's taking, oh, I got to take everything off. I got to, I got to go to the bathroom. Like, come on. Awful. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. Yeah. They're, they're lucky that it was this leg that yeah. that happened and not later on where there's fewer teams because they did have enough teams that losing two positions didn't put them in yeah. last place. Yeah. I mean, at this point, minutes is huge. at this point, if you don't have a game plan for your fanny pack, you, you lost the race. You're done. Like you should have your game plan before you even step into the race of how you're going to deal with that fanny pack because it is literally the only thing you need to keep racing. You could get, you could be there completely naked with your fanny pack and come and then continue racing. <laughs> but please don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A speed, just a speedo is all you need in Europe. Like, hey, how you doing? Hey, look at me. All right. I guess it's good to learn it now because yeah, that's. 
Yeah, the early legs are when you can make up for your mistakes. Trust me, that's when uh, I made my two big mistakes. First leg and second leg. All right, rude info. Teams must make their way uh, to Wat Rai King. Once there, teams must place a coin in the marked elephant and walk under the elephant three times for good luck to receive their next clue. Pretty pointless task. Uh, ten and a half miles away from the uh, from the detour, about twenty five minutes by taxi. Uh, the only thing that I saw here that was smart or any sort of strategic was Greg and John when they saw another team. They kind of ducked and hid so people wouldn't see uh, where they were, uh, where the elephant was. But other than that, just um, did we get anything from this task? It it's gonna affect the team that gets eliminated. You what? Taking this extra. Oh. The, just having to go there. Right. I guess, yeah, I guess the, the fact of maybe getting lost, because uh, mm -hmm. tra traveling is the toughest part. So, yeah, yeah. it gives, gives teams a chance to get lost and show you a little bit of the local custom. Uh, I thought they could have done a better job, uh, something different here, something a little more fun than just kind of walking they, around. They could have, but I appreciate any time you make people go all the way one way to do the tiniest little thing and then all the way over to go do the actual task. I enjoy it. So this this one took them ten and a half miles. So yeah, it was a nice little trek. And both detours from here, one's three and a half miles and one's 3.2 miles away. So it's pretty, pretty similar, very close, uh, both about 10 minutes by taxi. Uh, you got stock up or scoop up. Stock up or scoop up your classic market task that they have in these uh, Asian countries because it's very hard to communicate, which is smart. Uh, and the words are not written in the native language, so you can't just show someone and have them run you around, which is the biggest problem with these tasks. Love that the producers found a way to fix that. Love that because they even showed them and people were like, that ain't, that ain't all language, bro. Right. Um, so I do love that part. If, if you guys are wondering, it's 37 bat equals $1. So when people were saying like 400, you're like, oh my God, they're not spending $400. It's like 10 bucks is the most expensive thing that they bought. I believe was $10. It was like a durian fruit. So which one would you guys do? Stack up, scoop up, stock up, scoop up. Scoop. Scoop. All day long. I don't mess around with languages, running around mm -hmm. crazy markets and people and chaos, like the straightforward muscly task on this one i think would have been what we would have chosen yeah that's easy easily ours joey i did the mar i did that marketing dar salam it was awful it was so chaos. why did you why did you why did you choose the market is, is that something that you had going in is that it, it, was, um, it was a roadblock okay okay so you guys didn't have a chance so, yeah so and you would never just, choose market if you had the option no it was but it was insane i don't if, if i don't know if they showed it i think they showed it but you had to had on the list it said one one whole chicken make it halal and i came out there i came out with my bag of stuff and i had a chicken by the feet and it was pecking the shit out of my hand and i'm like i'm holding this chicken it's going crazy and mike rado who is an executive chef comes out right after me he looks and he bursts out laughing he's like dude what are you doing you're gonna make that halal and he shows me a brown bag that's like dripping chicken blood I go, what do you mean? He goes, you got to kill it. I said, oh, no problem. I went to grab it by the neck, and I was like, no, 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 no. You got to run back in. So, yeah, yeah. You're going to kill a chicken. Amazing Race is never going to have you kill an animal. No, 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 no. Please don't. I would have done it. <laughs> I was in first place at the time. Uh, Amazing Race will never have you kill an animal. Yeah. I think Scoop was the obvious one, unless you're Jocelyn and Victor. Yeah, this was perfect for Victor yeah. and Jocelyn, but I mean, everyone else... Like, the dude really? literally owns a store that sells these yeah. items. Amazing. Since he was 15, he's been doing the same thing. Like, if they decided to make a task for someone, they, yeah. this is the task he would have made for himself. Yeah, yeah. Make me yeah. a grocery store guy and where I do my daily <laughs> stuff. Yeah. yeah. <coughs> so I think they were right for picking this one. Uh, and Absolutely. everybody else should have just went to scoop. What about, though, the little issue that we had with Elizabeth and Ileana... They wanted to go to the other one, but their cab yeah. driver just followed their cab driver. When you get there, what do you do, Joey? You got the wrong one. Do you instantly you're, leave or do you just say screw it? You're in last place. You're, you're, you're going against that team. You stay right there. I think that was a smart decision all day long. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, hundred percent. If if you ask them to take you to one place and they take you to another, unless that task is something you hundred percent can't do, like a, maybe a choreography or a singing, dancing type of thing, then you stay and and, and bang it out. If especially if it's just a, I bang this day. If I do this, I, I get it. There's really no judging. It's just straightforward. Yeah. Then you stay. And if you can see, sometimes you can actually see the two tasks. They're right next to each other. Yeah, that's okay. You can do that. But if you're gonna get a cab, especially in a country like that, no way. Yeah, they they were uh, about about three miles apart, so not not that far apart, but still, uh, I wouldn't want to get in a cab and leave. Uh, Scoop no. seems. Yeah. I wouldn't have left as well, but what we learned from Elizabeth and Eliana's exit press was that their cab driver had already screwed them over getting them to that elephant, and because they should have been there way before. Uh, Andrea and Elena, mm -hmm. and they were there at the same time. So their cab got lost, wandered around. So now their cab screws them over again by showing, get, taking them to the market when that's not what they asked for. At that point, they've lost trust in this cab driver anyway. And so this was this was a marked ride. This was a marked cab, so they couldn't switch it, right? I don't know that. But okay. Yeah, they were. I'm pretty sure because they kept the same cabs all day, all all yeah. the teams. Yeah. So, when they ran out, they were all turned down. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh that that sucks. When you you just happen to pick the bad cab driver and you can't switch it, there's really nothing that they could do about that. So cab driver again, this leg screwed them. Um, uh, this that's the at least at least three teams that got screwed by cab drivers. This leg alone. Um, I say Greg falls in the water because John lets go of the bamboo. Nice little funny moment. Uh, <laughs> Jocelyn, Victor, Rob, and Corey both crush their their detours um uh absolutely in and out all right let's see uh todd and ashley uh sorry you todd and ashley yes it, it is just broccoli by the way broccoli but they spelled it phonetically it was like so confusing i love that broccoli <laughs> like broccoli hard <laughs> broccoli bro um so uh the reason elizabeth and eliana lost even with all those cab driver problems, you could blame the cab driver, but they did have a chance to win. They did have a chance to continue on. They messed up. They got the wrong items. And they got there first. They had their items. They went to get checked in. If they were correct, they would have been leaving in ninth place. But because they were wrong, three teams passed them by the time they were able to go back and get the right item for a couple reasons. One, they didn't take notes on which item was which. So they had to go through and figure it out. And then they had to go find it and come back. Three teams passed them at that point. So even though the cab driver sucks and that you could blame those cab drivers if you want, you still had a chance to win and you messed it up on your own by selecting the wrong items. How do you feel about that? Sarah? I think it's fair. Well, that's, the market is hard. I mean, it this is. is why we don't want to do it. It's a different language. It's usually very busy and stressful, and it's easy to get confused, get something wrong, and have to go back. Like I, I, I wouldn't expect to get it perfect, but when you are in the back of the pack, you have to get it perfect. Yeah. The yeah. thing that I noticed about them, especially later on in the race, the later teams, they spend so much time worrying about where the other team is. That's they're always like looking over their shoulder. It's just like. Run your race. Do what the best that you can do to get ahead or get through the task. Don't worry about what other people are doing unless you're trying to gain a competitive advantage by watching them do a task. There's no competitive advantage here whatsoever, especially you also have to play up to the people you're watching. If they're not as good as you are, they might not be as talented. There's no sense in wasting all that time. Just do it the right way, and you, you always have to take copious notes on this. That's one thing that we learned from – the um, what do you call family now? The ones who won last year. Uh, Holderness. Holderness, saying? yeah. Kim, all she did. That's all she did all day. Was write down stuff. Absolutely. I want to give a big shout out to Fun Girl. Uh, we we got approved for some memberships on our channel, so uh, I set up some memberships, and she is the first. She's actually the second person to ever sign up to be a member. So thank you very much. Uh, hey, fun, girl. fun girl, you are very much appreciated. Uh, How fun! Cool. <laughs> All right, let's get to the pit stop. Teams must travel to Swan Spring and check in. First place is going to get two G's each. 
Who's it going to be? Jocelyn Victor coming again. A team that it's I had out. A team that I had gone in the first three legs. Have mm -hmm. won the first two. I got them riding the Hung and Chi bandwagon. Yeah. The hung, they, they are getting some Hung and Chi. Got one backpack. Both listen to the races recap. Both, you know, male, female, husband, wife, Asian team who are doing really well early on in the race. Makes sense to, to get those. Uh, comparisons and i'm impressed and this is what the power of watching the races recap could do for you <laughs> it's all this yeah uh, all right so here's a couple things uh this was 19 miles by taxi uh let's see uh sorry five and 5.7 miles from one place six and a half miles to another both about 19 minutes with uh, uh according to google maps to get to the pit stop what they didn't show during this pit stop, which I think is stupid with the 90 minutes to not show it, there was a foot race going to the to the amazing to the mat. Not for first place though, which is why they didn't show it. Um, there was a foot race between Joel and Garrett and the Philly Johns. So Joel and Garrett smoked oh. him. Uh, so they didn't show it. Uh, but Joel and Garrett did. They, there was a foot race, and if you do watch it, they do. Show okay, you're team nine and team ten. Um, so whenever they do nine and ten, they they tell you your numbers that close. This usually means you finished within seconds of each other. Um, so every team finished exactly where they left, except Joel and Garrett, who lost their fanny pack. Uh, they switched places with uh, Joe and Ian uh, from seventh to ninth, but everybody else finished exactly where they finished the last leg. So. And did Garrett leave in seventh? Did they leave before or after Steve and Anna Lee? Lee? Would they have been higher? Or uh, they only when they left the when if they if they didn't forget their fanny pack? Yeah. Yes. If they didn't forget their fanny pack, they would have beaten. Uh, let's see, Joel and Garrett. They would have beaten. Uh, uh, yes, they would have came in seventh. And then they may have even came in uh, sixth. Okay. If they didn't. Yeah. Um, that's 45 minutes. And we'll see the actual numbers next week when they get the times that that, that, that teams leave. Um, yeah, that's going to stink next leg for them. I think we should do a bug challenge on YouTube. I'll kick your ass. Oh, hopefully you're talking to Lewis because you don't want none of this smoke, girl. You you and Lewis ain't ready for Justin and Diana. Y'all <laughs> better practice a little more. Uh, <laughs> no, but Michelle, I'm I'm not denying you would eat bugs. I just think you wouldn't do it fast, and it's a race. So, oh, so I'm sorry. There's drama in the chat between husband and wife. Uh, I think Croqueta chat, they got a producer, and he's in the chat as well, uh, and he should be ordering those bugs ASAP for next week's show, uh, if yeah. he's a decent producer at all. If not, get a new one. I know he's family, but come on. <laughs> all right, here we go. Lewis said, bring it. Here we go. <laughs> Michael, bug showdown. Croqueta chat, don't mix it next week. All right, let's finish this off here. All right, we got uh, Jocelyn and Victor, Robin, Corey, Greg, and John. Teams all finishing in the same spot. Elena Singer jumping in the member list, clutching it. Thank you guys very much. I appreciate you and all of the support. All right, so only teams flipped, two teams flip flopped. Let's see if there's anything, any other notes that we need to check here. Um, not till next week. Let's do next week's episode. Next week's episode will be 399th episode No Sleep and a Million Dollar Dream from Thailand to Vietnam, another tough country uh, for uh, communicating and for insanely uh, disgusting. Hot and, Hot and humid, but insanely, dis mm. potentially insanely disgusting food tasks. Uh, they eat some crazy stuff in Vietnam. My brother, if you guys don't know, my adopted brother's Vietnamese, and yeah, his family, they they cook some stuff. <laughs> they cook a lot. Do you of think things. they'll do food again so quickly? I, I feel like it's been well, spaced out. I do know. I do do know the tasks. Um, they they are doing a food task, but it's not an eating task. It's a cooking challenge. Okay. So, uh, lead teams' flight is delayed by an hour and fifteen minutes coming up. The two flights were only five minutes apart before this delay, and boom, you see the delay happen on the preview. It's an hour and fifteen minutes now. The, the six teams that were in the lead are now an hour and fifteen minutes behind the other six teams. Producers gotta now love that. How good 
they actually are. Uh, now now we will see we will see um i don't know how long of a flight it is the uh i I don't know the shorter the flight i guess the the better for the i don't know um for the follow-up teams uh so we got a floating marketplace traffic jam i love that because it's something you really can't control uh jocelyn and victor uh last team to leave this cooking challenge that's gonna be, and they're working together, so it's not a de- it's not a, a roadblock. It's a it's a detour or a route info, and it looks like they're cooking these flat, like insanely thin rice paper, with the ones you can kind of see through, which could be really tough. Um, there's also is this, a v- is this real or is this just a tease? Is this what? Just, is it, are they really the last team? Are they really in trouble? Well, obviously they want to show the first. Teases. They want to they want to give you the teases, but. They believe you could see it from their voices, not the producers saying yeah. it. It's their own voices. Everybody yeah. left. We're the last ones here. We're done. Yeah, that's, that's what they the say. Task, that's just the yeah. task. And they edit. Yeah. You know that. The way they edit like that, like, well, when they start talking about being out of the race or something, they're never the ones who are out of the race. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't think they're going to lose. I, I don't, but I 100% don't think they'll win this next leg. Um, there's also a vinyl cutting. There's some sort of vinyl cutting task um, that I saw a clip of. And um, and if you go to like the Amazing Race uh, media page, there's some pictures uh, of the, the next tasks. Uh, and they show them cooking these thin rice papers. So we'll see how it plays out. Don't think Jocelyn and Victor are going to three-peat here. I think uh, with this hour and a half change, it'll be really interesting to see if these bottom-of-the-pack teams can uh, get and maintain that lead that they have or if there's any sort of test where people can come back. Yeah, we need to see them mixed up anyway. We can't have a third episode of the same order. This is Yeah, people got, I mean, just from our season, people just hate it when the same teams are always in the lead. Um, Oh, yeah. As a fan, you should hate it. You should hate that because it's not fun to watch unless you really like the team that keeps winning. Like, if the Cowboys came on and won every leg, people wouldn't complain. It's the Cowboys! (laughs) But you you want them in, like, the top three, top five. Like, not win every leg. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. That's why they won't have us back because they know. No. All right, so let's get into it uh, for this leg. Uh, my man, Joey Cavino. Did you figure out what you're doing? I did. I did. It's the ERA in uh, in memory of Tim Wakefield, who passed away, unfortunately. <laughs> e- so ERA is earned run average for everybody except uh, Elena. Not tonight, it's not. Not, not for season 35 <laughs> of the race. It's going to be experienced relationship advice. Wow. Being being of this, you know, 53 and 53 and just now married. Okay. Have have all tons as as we know through past episodes, I give most likely the best relationship advice ever. Sometimes it's (laughs) positive, sometimes it's negative. Tonight is definitely positive, and it's gonna be for Victor and Jocelyn. Unbelievable communication, always smiling. They get they just they're you see some people having fun, but not really concentrating on the race as much as I feel they should be. I think they're having fun. They're getting to live this kind of like second little life going on without the kids and the store. And they're really concentrating on the race. So keep that up. I love it. Love it. Hmm. Very good. Mm, let's go. Uh, Jen, what do you got for us? I'll go with an LOL for uh, Greg and John when Greg falls in the water after John lets go of the bamboo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, clutch moment. Clutch moment. Sarah, anything stand out from you? Anything, any kind of award you want to give to someone? Well, can I give another LOL award? Of I course. Mean, uh, Anna Lee piling in so many uh, pomelos into their boat that they sink. I mean, I love yeah. that. I do love that. That moment is an awesome moment visually where that you could see them go down and then all these things yeah. just... Piling up. Has anybody ever tasted a pomelo? No, never heard of it. I feel like only in some alcoholic beverage where you know, there's pomelo in it. Like a vodka pomelo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Some something that has pomelo in it. And I never knew what a pomelo was. Mm-hmm. Now I know. Yeah, they got a great they got a really good relationship too, that mother the the sorry, the father daughter team. 
Yeah, it's a lot of cool team. I really yeah, have been pleasantly surprised by them. He's like, yeah, damn it, awesome. Bobby. I can't. That's all I hear when he talks. It's just like, I just saw the damn cartoon. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> I do love their relationship and I and um and I think she's uh she's scrappy and it's gonna be fun to yeah. watch that fun to yeah. watch them too. But he is not the brightest of the you know, he I don't hear the button she, more bunches? You need more bunches. <laughs> and then he goes up there again and gives her the same amount of bunches. So you need more more bunches? Uh, says it twice before he sit goes back and oh, maybe I need to go give a hand or both of them. <laughs> Smack yourself in the head. All right. So, I am going to give my super fan uh, award. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if they're... Re I didn't really see any super fan anything this like. Anything that would make you stand out, except... I'm going to give it to Greg from, uh, from uh, Greg and John. I think the fact that even though he told them to pull up the Google Maps as soon as he got in, I love that mindset. I love the mindset that they had the whole leg where they're hiding from other teams so they don't see the clue box. Just a couple little things here and there. Those things are going to make the difference. And and I could definitely see them in the finals if they don't get U-turned. I just have a feeling they may get U-turned. Because um, even though Victor and Jocelyn have been winning, will people still look at them and be like, I'm going to U-turn Victor and Jocelyn? One, they're old. Two, they're nice. It's like, you know, it's like, I wouldn't you turn the old team or the nicest team, right? I you turn team fun. Well, people you turn team fun. They're not so fun, are they? Yeah. All right. So that's going to do it for this episode here. Uh, I will get to some questions. Hold on. Hold on. What's going on here? I heard someone say that when Survivor super fans go on Survivor, they end up hating the show and stop watching it. What do you think about Amazing Race super fans? Uh, do you think when they go on the show that they don't like it as much? I can think of one team. I will say that there is a certain amount of trauma that can happen from going on any of these shows. Mm -hmm where things don't go as you expected. Um, and it can be really difficult to watch the show after. Um, I don't think it really means you're not a fan, but I think it can be hard for some people to continue watching the show. I know, you know, for Christy, it's hard to watch the show. Um, but, <laughs> I, but yeah, I don't know if it, if I feel like a super fan of the amazing race, when they go on the show, they're going to, be wowed by everything else that goes into it that yeah. it's hard to like leave not a fan but it definitely can be hard sometimes or specifically your own show right justin yeah well i still cry like, oh, there he goes with the tears again jesus christ i'm sorry there's this thing called emotions joe you might want to google it um have none. people have, have none. None. uh so no anytime i see a team cross the final finish line uh, since my race i've i've it's 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 called trauma it is a trauma it's not it's a trauma that i have it's it's not like you could associate it with whatever you call it whatever it is a trauma i cannot experience that without feeling a physical emotion i can't experience this physical sight without feeling a physical emotion um let it out buddy let it i try i've tried no matter how many times no matter how many times i cannot watch somebody cross that finish line and not cry because it instantly pulls me back to that moment of but anyway, not crossing the finish line. You know who's not going to make me cry ever? Turquoise Star. They've been watching forever, supporting forever. Decided to, you know what? I got an extra twenty dollars to throw over. Pa Pow! Tossed it down. Threw it into the pile. Big spenders. You know, everyone nice. is still waiting for the twenty-seven recap. Right there, black and white. Yeah, well, if my team would ever get back to me and let me know that they have time to do it, I'll do it. I just saw it. That's fair. Oh, you heard it here. He said he's doing it. Speaking of doing it, all right, we're about to get out of here. But speaking of doing it, the producer, my man, has ordered, Michael has ordered the bugs. Croqueta oh chat. We'll be having a bug throwdown. Do not miss it. What uh, what time and day is this? Do you guys have a set time and day that you guys go live? 
I, yeah, let us know. What the, I don't know if it's a set time of day that you guys always go live, or if you just you're at the will of the producers who say, "Hey, come do this interview," which is here's some behind Wait the scenes stuff. Order bugs on a Sunday night. I've, uh, I, I I can't go through the producers of the Amazing Race. Oh, not the producers, the uh, media team to get the the people who leave because I can't. I'm not gonna have my team on a Tuesday morning do an interview for you know 20 minutes. Uh, that we can't really ask the questions we want to ask. If a, if a team wants to be on our show, they're welcome to come on our show. Nobody in the history of our show has ever gotten in trouble for coming on our show. We've had Elise, we've had Pat, we've had we've had everybody on our show. Nothing, nobody ever coming on a show will ever get in trouble. So They really worry. like to make you feel like you're going to get in trouble, though. They do make you feel like that. Nobody in the 35 seasons of The Amazing Race has ever gotten in trouble for anything they've ever said after the race. And it's not going to be done here. <laughs> all right so anyway all right guys i have to run I gotta yeah pick up get out of here first Un date until oh. next week you have a what 14 years old so if my son's first oh my date gosh how cute so well excited. don't be a douche okay don't oh, be well, he, he wanted be cool be cool be please. I'm the cool dad I, I think i'm the cool dad i think I'll you're thank you jen I love you guys. All right. Hasta la vista. And to uh, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us this week. It was a pleasure thank having you. Thank you for having me. Tell everybody where they could find you and how they could support you. Please come over to YouTube, Nerdtainment, and watch uh, Amazing Race recaps, Survivor recaps, uh, as well as X Oppressed with Amazing Race and Survivor each week. Uh, we have fun over there. We like to laugh and we like to keep things positive. Yes, they are a very positive show. Always happy and they laugh a lot, which is one of the best things about their show. The, them two together genuinely have a good time. Unlike me and yeah. Joey here, I have to just sit here and force myself to do a show with this guy. <laughs> uh, but Jen, what about you? Is there anything that uh, you want to you promote? You some some new? I, I, I thought there was a new Escapod coming out. I saw there was a new Escapod. And uh, yeah, no, I'm just going to shout out mothers because mothers are amazing. <laughs> Motherhood is crazy. And uh, go give your mom a hug tonight. <laughs> well, thank you for powering through and, and still joining us, even though Mama Duty's call uh, really means a lot. You know, I love having you on the show. And um, well, here. I genuinely appreciate each and every one of you that watch this. I am a super fan who gets to talk about my favorite show with some of my favorite people. And I love that other people care or even want to watch this. It sounds cheesy. And I know I thank you guys every week, uh, but it truly means a lot to me um, that this is like something that I get to do uh, on a weekly basis. So thank you for your time. I know it's the most valuable thing you have. So I hope I didn't waste it. I will see you next week to all the people who um, donated to the cause. Thank you again. Bye.